You all know this past week has been um, has been quite an unusual week. Um, probably one of the most dramatic weeks in the history of Boston, at least in my lifetime. I think for all of us, uh, and it's fitting for us to to take time this morning to be before God, to be together before God, uh, to seek Him and pray and to worship in light of what's going on. Um, so we're going to do that. I'm going to take some time to reflect on what's going on in light of God's truth, and then we will worship and song together, and then there'll be a time for us to pray. And I want to invite you, if you have prayers of thanksgiving, prayers of intercession, uh, just to come on up to the mic during that time uh, as we go before the Lord. If you're uh, like me, I'm sure for many of us, this has been uh, such a week. You come even this morning with uh, emotions, even feeling raw still. Um, it was such a roller coaster ride this past week, and in, in many ways it's not over yet, but certainly this past week was just uh, full of all sorts, all sorts of um, up highs and lows uh, as we watched what happened first uh, on Monday, just watching with shock and horror um, this awful, this awful um, crime against innocent people um, and and all of us just uh, were shocked and horrified um, moved by just care and compassion for those who were harmed and it, even as we were in those moments being shocked and horrified and and caring and worrying about the people who were there um, we also were um, just full of gratitude and uh, respect and pride as we watched those around there run into danger to care for the hurt. Um, our week went on and we continued to mourn with those who mourned. And at the same time, to, uh, as we cared for those, uh, the families that were harmed, uh, the families that lost loved ones, the almost 200 people who were harmed, um, we also had uh, this sense really together of the universal resolve to stand together, to stand strong and to uh, seek justice. And I'm sure uh, for all of us, we prayed and asked God to bring justice, to bring uh, resolve, to bring the criminals to justice. And, and then we watched really God work uh, in really a speedy and sure way, using the heroic efforts of law enforcement authorities and, and, and others to bring swift justice. And certainly we are grateful for uh, the authorities and the hard work that they did, but we know that behind it is a God who answers prayers. So it's really just been an incredible week. And it's appropriate for us to take time this morning um, to worship, to thank God, and to pray. I believe that what's gone on this past week is not just about this past week. God is a God who works on multiple levels. I think there have been some things that have gone on this past week that probably have changed us. And I believe in some ways changed us for good. So I just want to think about um, ways that we are called, ways that we perhaps did respond this past week, ways that we're called to respond. The first response really at this juncture is for us to come with thanksgiving and worship to the Lord to come together and to recognize that, that he, is, he has worked justice. 
He has, he has done great good uh, through all this. Even as horrible as it has been, God has worked good. He has not left us alone. The Psalms are full of, of expressions of, of, of crying out to God amidst sorrow, amidst injustice, and waiting on the Lord, and then the Lord himself answering. Again and again, Psalm 56, uh, a wonderful psalm, says this, When I am afraid, I put my trust in you, in God, whose word I praise. In God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? All day long they injure my cause. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They stir up strife. They lurk. They watch my steps as they have waited for my life. For their crime will they escape? And wrath cast down the peoples, O God. You have kept count of my tossings. Put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? Then my enemies will turn back in the day when I call. This I know that God is for me. In God whose word I praise, in the Lord whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can man do to me? Then the psalmist says this, in light of God's deliverance, in light of God bringing justice uh, against his enemies, he says this, I must perform my vows to you, O God. I will render thank offerings to you, for you have delivered my soul from death. Yes, my feet from falling, that I may walk before the Lord in the light of life. God has been good to us in many ways. God has worked good through this. He's worked good in our city. He's worked good in, in, in people who responded, people who have reached out, people who have cared, people who have contributed money to the victims and their families. He's worked good in bringing us together. And, and drawing out our hearts one to another, drawing out our hearts to the city and this region. He's worked good in, in bringing clear and swift justice. And it's important for us, I think, it's fitting for us to come and give thanks to him, to recognize it's his doing. He's answered. And to also recognize with that that just as he has answered us this week, as we continue to come before him, he will answer. And that leads me into the second thing I think we're called to in light of this Worship and thanksgiving, but also to continue to love. To continue to love. Romans 12.15 says, Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Romans 13 says, Owe no one anything except to love each other. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The events of this past week have drawn our hearts out to love others perhaps in a way that you haven't felt in a while, perhaps in a way towards the city and our region you haven't felt. And I believe God has purpose in this. The sad reality is, is that we can be like Jonah towards Nineveh as we think of our city and we look at the problems around us. We can think, oh, it's, it's just awful. The culture's just going downhill. Who cares? Jonah was called to go to Nineveh and to preach for them to repent, that God might have mercy on them. His bitterness towards this city, uh, because of really evil that they had done, was, was such that he fled. He ran the other way because he didn't want to see that happen. He didn't want to see repentance. He didn't want to see grace. He, he called them to repent, and they actually responded. And then he sat outside that city and watched and waited to see what would happen. And it was, it was hot. God caused a plant to grow up and to give him shade, and he was comforted in, the, in that shade. 
And then God allowed that plant to die. And, and Jonah in the story was more upset with the fact that the plant died and he had to sit in the sun than when what was going on in Nineveh. And God rebuked him essentially for that. You care more about this plant than 120,000 people in this great city. I believe God would use this past week to grant us a new heart for our city, Boston, and this region, our city, that uh, Haverhill, and, and other cities that we live in. We can be like Jonah. We can care more about these other things and personal things and our own causes and so forth than, than the true welfare of those around us. And so let, let the experience of this week not just end, not just end with the criminals being caught, but let it continue. Let it change how we view ourselves. Let it change how we view ourselves as believers here and understand that God calls us to love. God calls us to serve. God calls us to bring true hope. It's wonderful to see justice. It's wonderful to see peace in, a, in, in terms of the physical realm, in terms of what's gone on this past week. We have peace. The criminals have been caught. But there are other needs of our city, even greater even greater than this past week. The truth of Scripture is that, that there's a peace that's more important than just temporary peace. The most important problem we have is that we are not experiencing peace with God. We're separated from God. And if we continue in that way, we'll, we'll spend eternity apart from Him. And there's a need in our city for people to know that God Himself, God Himself has provided in a more significant way, actually, as great as the events of this week are and God bringing justice and all the good that he's worked, there's a more significant reality that the most heinous evil that was ever done was done to God the Son. And God used that most heinous evil to provide redemption to all those who would turn to him. He shows in the death of his son and in the resurrection that he conquers over evil and suffering. And through evil and suffering, through the most evil thing possible, he works redemption, forgiveness through the shed blood of Christ and his resurrection. So we can offer hope to those around us that's more substantial than just temporary peace and hope. And God would want us to be a people who so love our city that we don't stop with this week. We continue to pray. We continue to love. We continue to serve. And so this morning, I want us to take time to do these two things. I want us to take time to worship and give thanks to God for what he's done this week. Thank God for bringing justice. Thank God for the good through this evil that he's brought. Thank God for stirring people's hearts to care. Thank God for the comfort that he's bringing the afflicted and will continue to bring them. So let's thank God. Let's worship him. But let us also pray and intercede. Let's continue to ask God to work. Let's ask God to work in our region, to, to take advantage of this season of softened hearts, to, to draw people to himself, to use us, to use churches and, and God's people throughout this region to reach out to others. And to work in people, to grant them a, a realization that there's a peril that still looms over their lives. They are still desperately needy. This week has made us realize just how needy we are, how vulnerable. 
the things that we take for granted, the enjoyment of the marathon and these different things, um, to have that, that enjoyment shattered has just made us feel so vulnerable. But that's the reality. We are vulnerable all the time. We need the Lord. So let's pray that God would use this time to make people understand their vulnerability, their need of God that goes beyond just this week. And therefore, and then in that, to offer them the hope that we have. So we're going to continue to worship. We're going to sing a couple more songs uh, in light that are along this theme. And then I invite you just to come up to this mic and to pray. Prayers of thanksgiving, prayers of intercession, praying for our region. So let's stand and continue to worship.